When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you looking for a podcast where the hosts keep it real? Then add the Let's Get Cancel podcast to your playlist. This is the official podcast of your host, Casual Ninja. Join Ninja and his co-host as they discuss all kinds of topics. They discuss dating, current events, life in New York City, and a whole lot more. But be warned, Let's Get Cancel is extremely entertaining. The Let's Get Cancel podcast, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, Amazon Music, Amazon Audible, Google podcast overcast breaker radio public and pocket cast add the let's get canceled podcast to your playlist right now let's get canceled podcast what's going on listeners another episode of let's get canceled podcast with casual ninja and born truck what it do people today we're going to talk about the tender swindler which is a documentary on Netflix where it talked about how a woman got swindled by some guy on a dating app. On no, let's be specific. It wasn't some guy. It was a guy to Israel. He was Jewish. Yeah, okay. Guy, and he's supposed to uh, do business in, in diamonds. So, um, we both saw it. But, Trucker, what was your take on it? Well, I struggled to get through the majority of it. Because I just kind of understand why this person in particular they did a documentary on, or there was even a show about it. Um, You know, like according to the show, it's basically a Ponzi scheme. But the part I didn't get is why these women, even though they might have been living at a higher lifestyle, didn't get immediate red flags. I mean, it's not normal for somebody that you're just dating. Yeah. To ask you for $40,000, $20,000, I won't even give people I know for a long time that much money for a specific reason. Exactly. Mind you, the main, the well, at least who it started off with, she didn't even see dude half of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess she was impressed by him flying out to these different locales, you know, asking her to move in where, you know, she had to go get the apartment and sign for everything. But it never seemed like he was ever there. Was she anything that was suspicious? <laughs> nah, I, I, a lot of it, like I said, I couldn't understand it because, you know, for some of the sums of money he was asking for, and considering the type of business he was allegedly in, it made no sense. You know, your father's a billionaire. Why are you asking me for money? That's the point that everybody, like, is trying to ignore here. That's why like you're not a victim. You're just stupid. Yeah, I would have to say that, but that, that for sure. Like, real talk, her situation is normal. Her situation is not uncommon and is not new, nor is it significant because there's been plenty of women out there who's been um, swindled out of money from their savings for 
some guy they fell in love with over the internet. Facts. You know, when a guy, yeah, when a guy falls in love over the internet, he's stupid for doing that. But when a woman do it, now she's a victim. You know, that's a double standard that we can't talk about or complain about, but that's life. So, well, I don't know, see, because looking at the, the thing, it, it was funny, you know, because he ran this security scam on the first one, mm-hmm. right? Yo, they shut down my credit cards. I got to shut down all my, my, my social media. He sent up pictures of his alleged bodyguard in an ambulance in the hospital. He got some cuts on him. And this was the emergency that triggered her to get her, this, her man this month. Okay. I thought it was hilarious when the second woman on the show, he showed her and told her the exact same story. Same yeah. pictures and all that. Ran the same game as usual. Uh-huh. Uh, so here's, here's my thing. Okay. Dang apps has made people lazy. People do not... Uh, don't let the whole um, advertisement fool you. Dating apps is not for dating. I mean, for people say the girl's been on there for seven years. That's not. That's not good. No. Okay. I've I've never been on no type of dating app for even a year. I've been there for a couple months, and then deleted. Well, the whole craze for the dating app is that generation don't know how to socialize. That's what I'm saying. I mean, when I was coming up, we, we you woke up on the weekend, your your parents was like, "When you leaving the house? When you going outside?" You you had to go out. It wasn't yeah. an option. But now, our kids sit around in the, on 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 their phone all day in the house, not socializing Ooh. with nobody. Nah. So when they're out and about, and little things that change when you're not online, like facial quirks, facial tics. Body language, you know, uh, tonation when somebody's talking. Mm-hmm. All that's foreign to them. But if I'm online, I could be the man all the time. Yeah. Dating apps is basically a lazy version of going to the club. Lazy, way lazier. Yeah. But see, even the club still got advantages over that. Of course. Anytime... Now, me, I don't do dating apps no more. I hate dating apps uh, for two reasons. One, every girl I, I met on there, I smash on the first night. It's, a, it's just a hookup app. You're not really trying to get to know nobody. And, like, you're you're basically faking it to get what you want, and then that's it. Second of all, it, it was too many questionable motherfuckers trying to talk to you. Even though you would choose your preference, like yo, I'm a straight male, I'm looking for women, you still got gay niggas hanging you up. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Either trans or no, real talk. And I'm like, yo, I chose women. Why is there like this motherfucker not talking to me? <laughs> so well, you know, you still got trans people that think they're actually that gender, which is genetically impossible. If I'm a man and I transfer to a woman, just because I look like a woman. You're mm-hmm. still not a woman. I don't give a fuck. No, Women carry two chromosomes. Yeah. So I'm not concerned. You're just a nigga in a dress. Facts. You know, but uh, in any case, what the tennis swindler document represents 
is a false narrative when it comes to well, no, it's not even it's not preparing uh, a false narrative. It's showing a false narrative once again that men are bad. I mean, for peace sake, you got escaping R. Kelly. It just more shows women being victim and men being the aggressors and the, the evil guys. So just like, come on. And well, you know, we do commit more evil. It's just what it is. Yeah, but women are not innocent either, man. People are people. And I don't put nothing past people, men or women. I don't care what gender. As far as I'm concerned, you're just another asshole with different genitalia. Yeah, but you know, unfortunately, men, even if you grow up with a father in your house, you're taught to sympathize for women. That's just what it is. You're not taught everybody can get it. Mm-hmm. You know, as a male child, if a boy puts hands on you, you're told, hit him back, right? Mm-hmm. But if a girl puts hands on you, what are you taught? Walk away. Not to hit her back. Right. Yeah, I, I grew out of that. No, I wasn't even raised like that. I was raised, somebody put your hands on, you put hands on them, period. Everybody yeah, can man. get it in my book. Yeah, I'll get man or woman, you touch me, you getting washed. Right, because see, if as a man, I'm naturally going to be bigger and stronger than a woman, I would think this woman's got to be out of her mind and put her hands on me. So yeah. she's out of her mind and putting her hands on me while I'm putting hands on her, because I definitely got to defend myself against this crazy person. Yeah, a lot of women today have a lot of audacity, a lot of entitlement, and they feel like they can't be touched or do no wrong. That's why they complain about consequences when they, even when they make bad decisions. Yeah. I mean, they just had these two twins up in, I think it was Michigan. Mm-hmm. Got into a fight with a dude at this fast food place over a $3 burger mm-hmm. that wasn't in their order. They acting up, showing out. Long story short, they end up shooting a homeboy. Mm. Over a goddamn burger. Yeah. A burger. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. A burger. I've heard worse. I've, I've heard. Oh, yeah, I heard over a pop tart. I heard over a PlayStation game. I've heard over a TV. Well, you got the TikTok twins. Yeah. Got his guy. Got, got they stepdad Murph. <laughs> a lot of stupid shit, man. Yeah, but see, then, you know, just like the women in these shows and this, and this twin to Swindler, the guys, like, dude, you didn't see those red flags? Like, you thought she was just excitable? Nah, something wrong there. Yeah. Yo, there was one time, I, I think I was either on OkCupid or some type of app because I didn't, I didn't pay for no type of dating app service. I always use the free version. This woman had the nerve to ask me, hey, I'm stuck at the airport. Can you send me some money? And I promised, you know, when I'm back in New York, you know, I'll come see and everything. I'm like, mom, like, if that's the case, like, if you, it's a real emergency, why are you texting me on OKCube okay, of all places? Should you be calling your parents or something? I don't know what, if it was an app or something I was on, but I noticed one chick didn't really have no deep conversations with it, but she hit me up one day talking about, I need gas money. I'm out here stuck with my daughter and da 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 da. So I was like, all right, I got you. Mm-hmm. Take a picture next to the gas pump. Mm-hmm. Never got the picture. So you know, she never got the money. Of course. Cause they're going to use that emergency or whoever's going to try to use some excitable situation to prove that they're in this dire strait. All right, cool. I'm on that show and prove. So yeah, if you're really man. stuck at a gas station. Get your kids out the car. Stand next to the gas pump. Take a picture. 
Yeah, most women will play the, the woman in distress to mm-hmm. get over on a, on a man or whoever. Right. I just need to see this distress. That's just me. That's it. And if it ain't there, it ain't happening. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, to me, this is like an open and shut case. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it'd be nice to see documentaries. I mean, for peace sake. It'd be nice to have like an equal balance instead of it just men always being perpetrated as the bad guys because nobody talks about how many women out there who are substitute teachers or teachers fucking their students. Okay, nobody's talking about. I mean, hell, you got a woman who put cu- semen in cupcakes and gave it to a student. She she got forty one years. Ain't no yeah. documentaries on that. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like women do as much fucked up shit as men do, but men want to be perpetrated because we're the stronger ones as the, the evil guys. Well, so ain't, ain't no good men out there. I'm like, yeah, okay. Don't be in all me. honesty, at least, and I can only speak for America, for the United States of America, there's been a constant uptick for the past 20 plus years <coughs> on women committing crimes all across the board, which is ridiculous. Because bottom line, there's more men in jail than women. Of course. So on one hand, you got to say that more men are committing crimes than women. But then on the other hand, you might also say that women might not might women might be getting more leniency than men. That's true. You know, because it's, it's kind of like a fact that a woman could be a documented dope fiend and go to court for custody with her kids and still went over the father, even though he got a job and a place to live. Mm-hmm. You know, that's 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 documented. That's just what it is. But in the sense where you're saying that I don't think these women on this show are really victims. I don't either. Yeah, I think yeah. they were naive. I don't want to go so far as to say they were stupid, but they was hella naive. You know, especially when you get to the part on the show when. Uh, American Express came to the crib. Mm-hmm. And they asking for documentation. And then they finally say, well, you got a picture? And she goes, yeah. She pulls the picture up. They look at the picture. They look at each other. And they look at her. And they say, yeah, that's him. She's like, what you mean? She goes, oh, he does this for a career. He's This is what he does. Then they break down that he's not the son of a billionaire. He's not this. He's not that. Then to find out he wasn't just the Diamond King. He was also into other um, rare um, commodity businesses. You know, but it's like he had it set up so well that even if you did a internet search on him, a Google search, he would still come up smelling like roses. But that's the problem where, again, people don't know how to do research. Mm-hmm. You know, when when I was coming up, we had this thing called the Dewey Decimal System. So you would literally have to go to the library know how to use this system to pull out a certain amount of books to do the research you needed, even if it was newspapers. Nowadays, everybody thinks that all I got to do is Google somebody one time and that's it. Now, well, you Googled them. Did you try Firefox? Did you try Explorer? Mm-hmm. You know, did you try all these other Axe Jeeves, all these other websites they got to make sure that the information you're getting is accurate? Because it's easy for me to go on Google and set up a fake profile and understand how the algorithm works in order for my name to pop up the way I want it to. I mean, it's pretty easy to set up a website. 
a fake website. That's the easiest thing in the world to do, which mm-hmm. he had. Now, he may have legitimately had a company. Because remember, she said she did get payments. Yeah. Or paychecks. But then she never actually said if she actually got the paychecks. What it said was that this is what she was paid. And that was her ability to go get bigger loans. So, yeah, thinking back on it, she never actually got the paychecks. It just said this is what she got. He was able to generate a fake paycheck, which is easy as hell. Facts. But I think they were... And the crazy part is we're not talking about women in their 20s either. No, there's a career woman. Yeah, not not even career women, because, I mean, a young lady could be in her early 20s and have a career as a nurse already. No, no no average woman is going to have the amount of money to give away like like she did. Well, see, here's the thing. The, The second one that they showed, I got the impression that she had some money. Mm-hmm. Because she traveled a lot. She was broke too. Because remember, she was living with moms. Mm-hmm. And she had about 30 racks saved up. That's $30,000, people. 30000 saved up to go get her a place when he hit her up for money. So it's, it's almost like the pictures and the way she talked about her lavish lifestyle wasn't really as accurate as she was um, portraying it to be. Nope. You know, basically you a single person. You ain't got no real, I mean, you don't got no other expenses besides yourself. So of course it's going to be easier for you to save up to do this traveling you're talking about. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the reason why I said that because, you know, the average woman don't make over 50K a year. They make below that. Right, but see, we're not talking about American women in this documentary. Yeah, no. But here goes something else. They're in Europe. Right? Mm-hmm. Them traveling around Europe is like somebody tra- traveling around the United States. A female taking a trip from New York going to California, that ain't going to break nobody's bank. So if she lives in England and she fly to the Netherlands, how much is that really costing? It's like a backyard. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you when you watch it, and realize that these are not American women that he's flying all across the world. These are short trips. You know, she's in London, he's in, he's in Paris. Mm-hmm. That's a short trip. We're not talking like an eight-hour flight. Nope. I think from London to France might be four hours max. And then he was staying at the Four Seasons and all the other fancy hotels. Yeah, but... How long was he staying? Now, mind you, he got a a room for, uh, I think one of them was like 5000 a night. Mm-hmm. But you're going to stop closing that door. But what they're not talking about is how long did he stay there? No, exactly. He's at a club. He's paying for a bunch of drinks for everybody. And when the, when they showed the club that they was in, when she said he was paying for drinks for everybody, that's impossible. Because it looked like they was damn near partying in the stadium. And my, my thing is, anybody look like they balling during happy hour. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm balling during happy hour. $2 drinks, y'all got everybody. I got everybody. Come get this little shot. Yeah, for real. Come on, man. <laughs> it is so easy to fake ball, y'all. So it's like, 
Everybody do it on the gram every day. Facts. Because apparently everybody living their best life every day. We know that's not that's not true. So, right. That's why when it comes down to the social media and people trying to report what their real life is, I'm not dumb enough to believe that. Uh uh-uh. uh. Ain't no way. Nope. Well, you know, you know how it's, you know how it's be over here. But I'm just saying, like, yo, it'd be nice to see more accurate information when it comes to judgment of character when it comes to people. Well, I mean, again, I'm I'm being nice about it. They were extremely naive. Extreme. That's like saying I'm over here in America, right? And I met up with a short and I went to Vegas and I met up with a short and we clicked up. We didn't have no real chemistry, but, you know, we decided to be friends. Mm-hmm. So I met her in Vegas. Then I meet her in Atlantic City. Then we jumped down to Miami for a weekend to party. Now, now does that mean I'm balling? No. Because no. we're not talking about $1,000 tickets. You get the flight at the right time, shit. You can fly from New York to California for a hundred dollars. Oh, you talking about the you talking about the red eye hour? I'm saying, but it still exists. Yeah, <laughs> it still exists. You get that ticket at the right time. It ain't gonna cost you nothing. You can fly from New York to Florida for like fifty nine dollars. You catch the ticket at the right time. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, you basically just stupid, man. You know, and. It's sad to say, I just feel like for her being on Tinder for seven years, she was lonely. Yeah, but see, the problem with that is she never got out. Yeah, that's, uh, I'd rather meet people, even if it's cold approach. And I don't like the cold approach because to me, I'm not saying that makes you feel awkward. I just don't see the point in doing it. Like, I don't mind, like, having, like, a conversation that leads to me trying to flirt with you. But just straight up, like, yo, what's good, man? Like, uh, um, yeah, like, walking down the street, like, yo, what's good? Yeah, that I never thought that was a good look. Yeah. Because, I honestly, I want to see you in some type of social setting, see how you move, see how you interact with other people. And meeting you on the street does not do any of that. But you somebody, know, literally, literally, meeting somebody on the street is like social media. I'm seeing you at this one moment in time. But you might be at your best. Yeah. And my thing is, like, how do you just start a conversation out of nothing? I mean, well, that's easy as shit. I mean, people do it. I, I can say, hey, I like your sneakers. Yeah, see, there you go. Oh, you uh, here? Or with, with the temperature you got right now, you chilling at the bus stop. Yo, my, it's freezing out here. Yeah, yeah. it is. That... No, starting a convo ain't hard. Yeah. Making it personal. That's a whole different story. Yep. But really, these women on that show, hella naive. And again, I'm being nice about it. Because the minute you asking me for $40,000, that's the last call you ever going to get from me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like, I got you. I got you. Block. And then I- here goes the other part. Mm-hmm. That had me tripping. And to me, this is an app that I've come to look at as a scam app. Everything he did was off of WhatsApp. Yeah, I mean, I mostly use WhatsApp to talk to, like, people out the United States. Like, my, my cousin, he's in 
Well, my cousin's in Iraq now. He does military contracts. But yeah, it's mainly for people with international. Yeah, it makes it cheaper, but it's also an easy way to scam somebody. All right. I'm on TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. So, Uncle Luke, you know who Uncle Luke is. Yep. He hits me up. I'm like, oh, shit. Luke hit me up. What the fuck? All right. I had a little short convo with him. Next thing you know, he's talking about, yeah, you know, I'm trying to get my fan thing up. Uh, can you register this thing here to be a fan? And I was like, yo, be like, I appreciate your music, but I'm not really a fan like that. I'm not trying to register to be nothing like that. We conversated for maybe two, three days. Next thing you know, this dude talking about, yeah, can I trust you with my money? I was like, yo, B, I don't want you to trust me with my money. I got with your money, I got my own. Don't worry about that. Handle mm-hmm. your business some other way. But his whole point was that he wanted me to handle his money so that his people could get paid. And I'm like, all right, well, how's this money supposed to get to me? Check, digital transfer. He was like, oh, I'd be a digital transfer. It was, oh, I'm, I'm, right now I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm not giving out that info. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, I realized whoever was using Uncle Luke's face and image wasn't him. Of course not. Because I would think that him being in the industry long enough would know I'm not going to trust my money with somebody I've never sat down and broke bread with. But this is the same thing that these women are doing. They sat down and broke bread with this person in a moment of time, had a couple chats here and there with them, but you willing to send somebody $20,000 because they're in an emergency? My thing is, how do, why does this work? Why do some people actually get fooled by this? That's the thing that kills me. It's like, yo. One uh, word, bro. One word. Lonely. Uh, I don't know. Come to money? I don't care how lonely you are. <laughs> it's like, nah. Yeah, so you got to realize we've all been in a situation where we felt lonely, right? You met somebody that you thought was great. But I think most of us have red flag detectors that go off and we listen to them. So eventually, you find yourself in a situation and you're getting all the wrong red flags. We're going to walk away from that. Mm-hmm. But in the case of a swindler or con artist, they know how to social engineer people. So, you know, how many of us can really say they've gotten involved with somebody and then they asked them hey yo i need five grand right quick and then they showed you a picture of they car totaled and them in a the hospital yeah i might should facetime me but well see that's what you would do mm-hmm. because you know they sending you these pictures but again you talking about yo i need you to facetime me like right now i'm me i'd be like yo, i need a picture with a time standpoint Something, something that's going to show you in the, the right now. Go, yeah. go get a newspaper, <laughs> hold it up near the clock, and take that 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 pick, so I can see what's going on for real. But the bottom line is, you know, you get a lot of people out here that are lonely, and they really want somebody to love them. They really want to be involved in something, mm-hmm. and somewhere along the lines, they get it misconstrued, and that. 
And here's the other part, too. We're not talking about your wife. We're not even talking about your fiance. We're talking about a boyfriend, girlfriend. Ain't no real commitment there. But you committing to give out these thousands of dollars? Nah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, shit, guys fall for it, too, especially when, like, if they talk to somebody off of Craigslist, whatever. I've seen now that I've seen happen numerous times. Oh, the cash at me. Yeah. I know. This happened to well, this happened. Well, it happened to me two, three years ago. Like twice. But it was like one hundred dollars on each occasion. I was like, no way, fuck this. <laughs> I ain't doing but this. You can, but you can still understand how it could happen. So now imagine you have some type of emotional attachment to this person. You've actually been with this person on a physical level. Oh, it was no more. I was trying to get some ass. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking before. Like you've had, you've already got the ass. Mm-hmm. You've already spent time with this person. You understand that the line of work that they're in means that they got to move around a lot. Yeah. You know, and mind you, he's he's targeting a specific economic level. Mm-hmm. You know. He know you got good credit. He know you got an American Express. Now, having an American Express alone puts you in a different economic bracket. Yeah. Your average person out here does not have an American Express. Yeah, I know. I know. But I'm just saying, (laughs) your average person out here does not have an American Express. Yeah. And it's because it works different. You know, I could have a Visa. I could have a MasterCard. I could have a car with a $10,000 limit on it. I can go spend five grand. Now I can pay it back in increments, right? With the interest rate applied, right? Mm-hmm. I got an American Express card. I spend five grand next month. Guess how much they want? 10 grand? <laughs> five grand. Yeah. <laughs> so it's different. Now, not to say the average person couldn't have one, mm-hmm. but is the average person prepared for what they got to, how they got to handle? Most no. people don't spend intelligently, no, just like these women did. You got to do that. First of all, he also engaged in long distance relationships, which to me is another red flag. Mm-hmm. She's in the Netherlands, Amsterdam, or whatever. And he's in Tel Aviv, flying back and forth. Somebody that don't fit right with me. Because that means now you ain't got no roots. You could be anywhere. Yeah. You know, nothing's in his name. And then I also question how much of a Google search they actually did. If any- you, know, you, checked, you checked his name. All right, cool. Did you check the pictures? Because I'm pretty sure if they did a picture search, that one picture where he was standing with his alleged father, mm-hmm. if they did a picture search just off of that, they'd have found two different pictures. One with him in it, one with him not in it. Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, there's, there's ways you can avoid this from happening. But again, these women were lonely. 
And lonely is quite possibly one of the most dangerous states a person could be in besides having a manic episode. Well, let me being lonely will make you do and accept shit you normally wouldn't. Well, let me talk about my situation where I got a little swindled. So basically, and this is going to be a message for the fellas, right? You trying to like be on some Craigslist type shit and show you talking about you got cash app a first and me. Don't do that. <laughs> that's basically what they that's basically how they got me and shit. Like it wasn't no crazy amount of money, it was like a hundred dollars. And I was trying to tell them, look, let's meet in a public place. I can eat the bread, make sure everything check out. Boom. They was adamant on the cash app first as a deposit. And it was like basically cash app, half it, half the money. And then when we meet, you give me the other half. And I'm like, I'd rather just go meet you in person in a public place. So there ain't no issues. But you know, I right, like, see they took they took a normal they took a traditional method of payment. Yeah. And exploited it because in certain situations, you do have to pay somebody up front half. Mm-hmm. Once the, the work is completed, now you give them the other half. It's kind of like when you get a contract to come out to your house. Yeah. You got to put a certain deposit down so they can go get the materials, get the labor. And then when the work is done, you give them the rest. But all of this is face to face. And you can still get scammed out that way. Yeah. You still take a chance regardless if it's online or in person. So, my thing is like, say I got a contractor and he's like, "Well, I need the money up front." I'd be like, "All right, once all the materials are here, and I see your receipts for it, I'll give you the bread." That's fair. But sometimes they got an issue with that, and that's make you feel like, "All right, something ain't right now." So. Which they oh, yeah. should have seen from jump. I'm exactly. just saying. Exactly. So this 40 grand? Mm-hmm. You're asking me for 40 grand? For what? Your pot, your, your dad dad is a billionaire. What you asking me for money for? So I was it was hard for me to give up the hundred dollars <laughs> on a good cash app. You asking for 40 grand. <laughs> he was like, yo, I need you to go get this loan. Then when he starts pressing her. That's like a giant red flag. I mean, she was even saying that 20000 is a lot of money. Now, for most of us, 20000 is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. He went through that in three days because he got this team he got to pay for. Normally, if you got a security contract, you've paid up front. Pretty much. But he the thing is he knows women don't don't go that deep. Well, I can't just say women don't go that deep. The people he was targeting mm-hmm. don't go that deep. Because remember, he's social engineering. So there's little things he's picking up about these people that say me and you wouldn't, because we're not rocking like that. Mm-hmm. You know, most people realize that if I'm using a dating app and I'm trying to scam women. The majority of the women on this site feel like they're pressed for time, so there's a sense of desperation for them. All I got to do is feed them what they want. I can get what I want, what I want. Yep, pretty much. But again, I I, I just can't believe you actually watched that because it was a hard watch. No, it was definitely half the hard time. Watch. I'm laughing at them. I, I really didn't have all that kind of sympathy for them because. Just, just some of the amounts of money that you're asking for ain't making no sense. 
Well, the only reason I even heard about it is because some of the YouTubers I watched was talking about it. And I was like, man, let me watch this bullshit. And it was a hard watch. So I was like, I was watching it, but then again, I wasn't. I was multitasking. And I was like, man, I don't, I don't feel bad for this bitch at all. Yeah. I mean, you know, but again, it was a hard watch because, again, some of the stuff that was happening just didn't make sense. Like, you calling this person, he's supposed to be your man, right? Mm-hmm. So would I be wrong in saying if I got somebody that I'm saying is mine, when you call him, what you expect him to do? Answer. <laughs> okay. If they don't answer the first time and you call the second time, what do you expect them to do? Well, if they don't answer the second time, you expect them to message you say, I'll call you right back or I'm doing something. Something, right? Uh, Even if they're in a business meeting. I've been in business meetings. I've seen people take their phones out on the low, text something real quick, put the phone back down. Mm-hmm. Or beforehand, if I'm going into a meeting, I'm going to let you know, hey, I'm about to go into this meeting. I hit you up when I'm done. Pretty much. And then mind you, homie is flying private jets. Now, I ain't never been on no private jet, but I'm pretty sure on that jet he had Wi-Fi. Yeah. Because when you get on the airplane, they got their own Wi-Fi you can use. Mm-hmm. Depending on what class you sit in. <laughs> no, no, the whole the whole plane got Wi-Fi. <laughs> The man yeah. in the back or coach, whatever. No, I don't know. I don't fly that much no more. I fly a saying. lot, bro. I, I know. I fly a lot. I'll be chilling, watching movies, drinking my little soda, my little popcorn, chips, and everything. So, yeah, that's probably why I don't like flying like that. Seats be too tight. I always get an aisle seat. Would you mind being a assisting people to escape the plane if something happens? I'd be like, yeah. I'm going to be the first one out. Come this way. <laughs> Follow me. And one time, I actually messed with them. And I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> She's like, what? I said, no, it's fine. <laughs> I said, cool. I'm, I'm dead ass when I say, yeah, I'll sit here and I will help people get off the plane. Because I'm going to be like, yo, pop it open. Follow me. Then I'll be at the bottom of the plane. Get on the thing. Jump down. <laughs> right? You see me do it, dumbass. Come on. Yo. What people don't know is if you actually do say no when they actually that, they will move your seat. Yeah, they will. Yeah. Automatically. And you got an option. Either you move your seat or get the hell off the plane. Yeah. So I'm like, yes, I will help. For this leg room, for these next two hours, yes, I will help. Knowing damn well. I'm still going to be the first person out that damn escape hatch. <laughs> this way! <laughs> Follow me to safety! Mm-mm. Yeah, for real, man. I don't even know, man. Okay. But see, what this really comes down to is when you're trying to get yourself into a relationship, especially if you're using any kind of online dating, you got to move with a high level of caution. Take you know, especially time. if you're not able to move from the point of the majority of your contact being through some type of media yeah. or medium. Mm-hmm. Because it seems like the majority of the contact he had with these women was through the phone. Yeah. We're not talking about you meeting up with this person on a regular basis, which is something that you got to be, be reasonable about. 
If we trying to be in a relationship, we should be meeting up on some type of frequency. Even if we live far apart. And to me, a far apart is more, is no um, no more than an hour away. Yeah, you're right. Anything beyond that is not real. Mm-hmm. And I look at that in the sense of an emergency. If something happens to the person I'm involved with and there's an emergency that comes up and it takes me more than an hour to get to you, that's not reasonable. If it takes them more than an hour to get to me, that's not reasonable. Because in that hours of time, somebody could expire. Yeah, you're right. So if I'm dating somebody, or I think I'm dating somebody that lives in Florida, that's not real. Because, yeah, it might be a two-hour flight. But then once I get, it's going to take me an hour to get to the airport. It's going to take about a half hour to an hour to board. Then once I land, it's going to take me at least an hour to get out there, get out the airport. And mind you, everybody don't live near the airport. Where I live, there's one major airport. There's a whole bunch of other little airports, but one major airport for the whole state. So if I live in, so let's say I'm in in Alabama. Mm -hmm. And the only airport they got is in Birmingham. But the person I need to get to is in Mobile, Alabama. That's literally the other end of Alabama. That's like four or five hours ride. Mm. So again, you you know, people got to have sensible rules when you get involved with somebody. If you were more than an hour away from me, I can't do it. I don't care how much money you got because see, I'm thinking on some level, the young lady that got caught up with him, she's looking at the dollar signs and not at the man. Exactly, she fell in love with the lifestyle. Right, that she wasn't even living. Not him. That's why. That's the main reason why I might look. No, he was living the lifestyle. She mm-hmm. wasn't. Because at the end of the short movie, what it came out was he got the money from her. Now he's spending on the one over here. Exactly. He got the money from the one over here. Now he's spending on the one over there. Now, mind you, the first one, she's still involved with him when he met this second lady that was just friends. But the lady knows that he met this supermodel and that's his girl. And you can see the videos with him in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching the whole thing and I'm like, yo, how is this chick not blowing his phone up? Stupid. Like, and again, he's using WhatsApp. Right? All right. Here's my thing with WhatsApp. It's free. Well, it's not so much that it's free. It's that it's not necessarily a direct line to the person because WhatsApp, Google phone, you might not be getting their actual phone number. Yeah, you're right. You might just be getting a number that they're using on their service. And even though I've used WhatsApp, it's not the best app in the world to get in touch with somebody. It's It's just not. It's an option, but it's not the best method. Nah, see, the reason that it's so well widely used is it works over VoIP, voice over internet protocol, mm-hmm. which is basically a free service. But just because it's free don't always mean it's the best way to go. Yeah, you're right. I mean, think about what somebody... Would you go to the guy that's going to detail your car for free or the guy that's going to detail your car for 200 For 200 because at least I'll get a receipt back. 
some type of guarantee. Yeah. But the free dude, you don't know what his work gonna be. Nope. But yes, these women, extremely naive, extremely lonely. You know, all of them were looking for the same thing, somebody to match their lifestyle, their expectations. Mm -hmm. And real talk, nobody you ever meet is going to do that 100%. And I think that's what these women were looking for. They're not realistic when it comes to relationships, man. Man, relationships are hard work. They're not easy, okay? Stop believing in TV. Stop believing in reality shows. Stop believing all the BS. And put your ass to work. Well, see, for me, the first thing I, my first note that this is not real, it's on TV. Anything on TV is scripted. I don't yeah. care what it is. Can't tell them so, that. So when you tell me it's reality TV, nah. Mm-hmm. Reality TV maybe existed a year, two years tops. Mm-hmm. And that's because I know as far as production goes, do you know what kind of a risk a network runs when they run a live show. They have no control over what's going to happen. And having no control means you might be getting hit with some FCC fines. And lawsuits. Exactly. But when you script everything and you control the narrative, you can avoid that. So you got to show that just think about if Kings of Comedy was done live on TV. Mm-hmm. How many fines they would have got back in the day? Shit. Just, just what you said, that's a fine. Oh, damn. <laughs> that's a fine. Motherfucker. That, that's a bigger fine. Because <laughs> they got good? certain standards. Uh. TV is basically supposed to be like at the most PG-13. At the most. Mm. So when you watch some of these shows... PG-13. Yeah, depending on which station or what network. And the time of the day. Yeah. I mean, remember BET After Dark? Mm-hmm. Got some raunchy stuff coming up on it. Especially the music videos. Right. Is it still on? Yeah. BET After Dark is still on? Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't watch TV like that. I don't know. I doubt nah, it. Nah, it ain't. It ain't. Too much controversy. Mm. Too much raunchy. Matter of fact, Certain videos can't even cut, can't even be played on YouTube. It'll be on YouTube, but it won't get monetized. Right, like here, here's what, and, I, and I'm I'm a lot older, I'm older, but I still appreciate the the fact that I can be surprised. Mm-hmm. So, I used to listen to the radio a lot, going back and forth to work. Right, mm-hmm. I'd hear certain songs. I'd be jamming to the song. I'm speaking on rap specifically. And I'd be like, yo, all right, that song's hot. But I'm not getting the full version, right? Mm-hmm. Just recently, I got XM Sirius Radio, right? Mm-hmm. I'm listening to them same songs, and I'm stuck. <laughs> I'm dead. At, I'm stuck because of the amount of cursing that's actually in the song. I'm amazed. No, I'm sure. <laughs> but... You've been here about an hour. So what would you say? What, what would you say to these people out here, man or woman? I mean, first of all, I'm going to agree with you in saying that women often don't see the same consequences as men when it comes down to crime. 
Well, I mean, I just think a whole woman's logic is based on feelings. So, and they'll just run to that as an answer. Oh, I feel like he was telling the truth. I feel like this not third, but it's like you avoiding the red flags based on your feelings. So, a guy's going to just be like, yo, you actually something absurd. I'm going to look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> uh, that's just real talk. Yeah, like asking me for an exorbitant amount of money because you my girlfriend. Like, that, you my girlfriend and you ask me for 10 racks? Mm. I'm single. Blocked. Blocked. But see, even then, that's why, you know, even when you meet somebody within the first couple months, they shouldn't have that much information on you for, say, a direct contact. Mm -hmm. You know, phone number's good. Okay? But see, nowadays, we got people that instead of giving your phone number out, and this is where people are extremely stupid. I'm going to give you my Instagram, right? Here's why that's stupid. My phone number just gives you access to me audio, right? Right. I give you my Instagram account. Now you might see where I work at. Now you're probably going to see where I live. Now you're going to see how I live. Do you know how many people have gotten tracked down behind their Instagram accounts and harassed, stalked? Oh, I believe it. That's why I only post stupid-ish on my Instagram. I ain't even got Instagram to post. Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm private. I'm in my house. I know that based on the the laws that exist, the only time I truly have any privacy is in my home. Yeah. If I'm out in public, I can't be because somebody's um, filming me. I'm out in public. That's totally legal. Real talk. Yeah, before we go, uh, you guys want to donate to the podcast? Uh, go to well, anchor.fm and, uh, you know, subscribe. Subscribe to listen. Or if you just want to donate and not do no monthly subscription, just uh, send us the cash app at uh, Casual Ninja. Trying to spice up the podcast later this year. Have some guests on there. Get some better equipment. And whatnot. I'm not sure, Bull and Truck, if you got cash app or not. <laughs> nah. Yeah, okay. So I ain't giving that out. Okay, yeah, don't give it out. Because <laughs> you try to scam me, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I mean, don't, don't send me no request to pay you because I ain't paying shit. <laughs> nah. So. The only uh, person yeah. I cash app is my brother. All right. Oh. Yeah. Anything else to add before we go? Yeah, stop being stupid on these dating apps, people, male or female. If it looks too, if it looks too good to be true, mm-hmm. it's too good to be true. Thanks. Oh right, yeah, tonight's episode. Peace. Peace.